Hi, you're listening to In Between Visits, and my name is Dr. Christy Lewis. I'm a naturopathic doctor who's in practice for well over a decade. After years of clinical practice and working with thousands of people, a basic truth has been revealed. Behavior modification, as simple as it is, is difficult to implement, hence the birth of this podcast. If we all know what to do, then why aren't we doing it? With these short and sweet shares, I'm going to answer your questions about how to stay on track with your goals, support, inspire, and motivate you on your journey, see you in your struggles, affirm you in the challenge, and reassure you that you are not alone. Let's get started. Hey guys, it's Dr. Christy. Thanks so much for tuning in. So I'm a little embarrassed to admit this, um, but I do have a confession. It wasn't actually until medical school that I truly became aware of the phases of the female reproductive cycle. I mean, sure, I knew about the bleeding part, but not much else. And I feel like a big part of that was really I was never educated. I was never empowered to understand that a reproductive cycle has different phases and that those phases can look different individual to individual. And so I guess my question to you is, do you pay attention to your cycles? And are you a little confused about this as well? Then you're at the right spot. Today is the day that that can all change. This week's guests, Nora Pope and Dr. Jessica Liu, naturopathic doctor, are on a very clear mission to ensure all women attain body literacy and know when they are fertile. These incredible duo break down the cycle chart method, which is really a way for you to become very intimate with your own own body. And with this understanding, have the ability to influence your cycle and your fertility health. Nora and Jessica's journeys as naturopathic doctors, along with, get this guys, 30 years of combined clinical experience in fertility medicine, makes them an absolute powerhouse team in this reproductive health space. These guys are researchers, writers, clinicians, public speakers, and most recently the creator of a CE course on cycle charting, progesterone, and fertility enhancement. They're truly unstoppable and they have this really clear mission. They're fertility obsessed and they want to make sure every woman understands their own bodies. I feel so lucky to have them on the show and share their knowledge with you. So let's get started. Hello. Hello there. Oh, hi. Dear friend. Hi. You're back. I'm we so are back. Excited. So and excited. we have Nora with us. Nora Pope, how are you? Is she on yet? Not yet. Not yet. It's just you and I. Okay. Well, well, we'll wait for her to connect in. So I'm super excited that you're here today. Um, so am as I. Many of you know, Dr. Jessica <laughs> was with us a little while back, and we loved you. We loved oh, you. Thank so you much. so we much. It was back. so much fun. It was so yes. much fun, and you're doing such an amazing, Aww. amazing job connecting everyone with things that they can do for themselves to empower their growth of their health and their families. And I'm just so honored again to be here. Oh, I'm so glad. And you're here to some, to really no? share something. something ah, okay. oh, there we go. Look at this. We are here. I love technology. <laughs> so amazing. Hello, Nora. How are you today? I'm very well. Thank you. Thank oh, you for having us. 
Oh, I'm so excited. So my listeners, you guys are in for such a treat. You have no idea. These two, literally, I love your tagline, like fertility obsessed. You know, so, so having you back on the show, Jessica, with your with your business partner and co- our colleague, you know, Nora Pope has been it's such an honor and so important. So, you know, you guys here to share really, you know, what's your jam? You're, you have spent literally your careers dedicated to fertility and supporting so many couples, um, you know, around this such an important aspect of health. So we're going to dive deep into that today. Can't wait. Okay. Ask, so, ask away, awesome. Dr. Christie. Okay, let's get going. So one of the things I wanted to start with, because I mean, here I am, you know, practiced 15 years, naturopathic doctor, and I am still learning all the time, which is one of the reasons why I love this profession. So one of the things you guys really talk a lot about, um, you know, with, with your audience is cycle charting. So can you really share a little bit about that, what that means? Like really, you know, educate, you know, even myself who's like in healthcare, what you mean when you talk about that? So cycle charting is, um, you basically you take a piece of paper, <laughs> grab it from days, you know, let's say one to 40 as a okay. maximum on a column. And the first day of your bleed is the first day of your period. That's called cycle day one. Okay. And so what I'm going to do is just quickly walk through the classic 28-day cycle. And in doing so, I'm going to explain what is the, the healthy signs or the healthy biomarkers for women, for your listeners to appreciate. So five days of bleed is the sign of a healthy marker. And what I mean by that is healthy hormone levels. Mm-hmm. And the cycle, the previous cycle you had ovulation, and you had uh, a stable number of days, and it just showed that you had a healthy cycle. And if you had intercourse on days of fertility, you would have gotten pregnant. Mm -hmm. So cycle day one through five, you have a bleed. Mm -hmm. And then after that, with many women, they'll have maybe three or four days of dry days. And then after that, they're going to notice a a difference during the wiping observations. We have to wipe every day before going to the bathroom, after going to the bathroom, before urination, after urination. You're wiping all the time. So after your period, which is wet from the menzies, you're going to have dry days. And then after those dry days, you're going to have a change in sensation, a slippery sensation. And what's Mm -hmm. happening is that your body is producing estrogen from the follicle, Mm -hmm. which is the shell around the egg or the ova. And as that follicle is growing, it's pumping out estrogen and your body is picking up on this. And the receptors, the receptors in the uh, cervix are turning on, uh, slippery cervical fluid we call it white flow to make it more media friendly so when you're wiping and there's a slippery sensation and you chart that as a day of fertility or a white sticker with a baby on it Mm. and then and then a healthy number of days is about five days of white flow and then the next day is going to be dry again that's called peak plus one the last day which was the day before is called your peak and Mm. that refers to peak blood estrogen and then moving forward after that for three days, peak through one, two, and three, you're still fertile. And after that, you're going to have more dry days until your next bleed, until mm-hmm. your next cycle. And so it's roughly 14 days before your peak and 14 days after your peak. That's the classic 28-day model. But there's variations month in, month out. But you're learning about body literacy, and so there's no mystery. So mm-hmm. let's say you have fewer dry days before ovulation. You'll have a shorter cycle. And then... Um, the number of days after ovulation tend to be stable. Mm -hmm. And 
And that's the beginnings of cycle charting. You're learning about your estrogen days, which is the cervical fluid and the slipperiness. And then you're learning about your progesterone days, which is the stable number of post-peak days after ovulation. And as you gain body literacy, you'll know if your hormones are in balance or not. And it's a wonderful tool to predict your period. So for travel, you can pretend you can pack more tampons or, or pads. <laughs> and then and if you're feeling pms you can take more vitamin B vitamins to help mm. with processing the hormones. You can prepare for this. And then if you want to get pregnant, you have intercourse on those days of fertility. And if you don't want to get pregnant, you, you can have days, sex on days of infertility and not get pregnant. So it's mm. a wonderful tool to space out pregnancies and monitor your health. There, One of the things that is, it's so, it's so informative and, and I, and I have a confession, like I'm going to confess something. <laughs> I did not know or learn about this until I was in, in first year med school. So like, I don't yeah. know about you, but how many of you work with patients or as you're educating, you know, patients and even practitioners around so many of us hear the word cycle and we think about the actual menses. Like I feel like airtime and, and, and all the like, all the like, all the hype is always just about the, the period. And people really don't realize that our cycle is different phases and there's different hormones going on at different times. Well, Nora, I think Nora did a, she put a Facebook um, poll out just to say how many practitioners out there who work with women and work with fertility or just hormone balancing practice or teach cycle charting with their clients every day. And Nora told me that I was the only one that said I did because <laughs> I took her course in 2016 or 17 and it blew my mind because I thought I knew, Christy, yeah. I thought I knew what the heck I was doing just based on what we learned. Mm -hmm. And there was so much nuance to it. You know, what happens when your when your body doesn't do what the books say that 28 day mm -hmm. cycle, it's a it's actually a fallacy, like only 13% of women ovulate on day 14. And so we're preconditioned to think that if we don't, then there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. And well, that's not necessarily the case. And we're preconditioned to have this ick reaction when we talk about cervical fluid. Mm -hmm. You know, our, our mission as part of our course is to get our call to action to all our students was to get cervical fluid up on Wikipedia. And we want to make it media friendly. <laughs> We want people to talk about it. It's not fair that seminal fluid is up there. Why can't Rude cervical that. fluid? That is the most that is the most important biomarker in a woman's cycle when it comes right. to fertility and pregnancy. Oh my goodness. Right? I'm like, More than a menstrual bleed, you need I, the white flow. You I need the I'm like, yay. <laughs> and I think, you know, I mean I have I have patients, many patients in my practice, really at every stage of their, you know, female reproductive cycle, um, you know, and they are thinking that that mid-cycle cervical fluid is, is pathology. Like they think that they have a yeast infection or they think like so yeah. out of touch that they actually think it's, it's a pathology. So it's such important work. I, I'm so pumped that you guys are, are out there teaching this in a way. You know, and, yeah. and yeah. And, and here's a clinical pearl that Nora will tell you about what's the difference between yeast fluid and, you know, you know, an infection mm -hmm. versus what's healthy. Uh, Nora, you want to take that or do you want, sure, do you want to sure. me to show how much I learned from you? you, yeah. do you <laughs> no, I mean, ba basically, um, what's, what's um, quite 
you know, apparent in the popular culture is the egg white um, fluid, but you don't necessarily need egg white. You need something that's slippery. Mm -hmm. When you're wiping, it's slippery. And then (laughs) if it stretches, great, because that shows there's a lot of sugar in it. It's very alkaline and that's going to keep sperm alive. And, but what's more common is that it's cloudy. It's cloudy and clear. And when you stretch it and that's healthy cervical fluid coming from the estrogen receptors in the cervix. Now, I've, you know, as naturopathic doctors, we have a lot of patients who have autoimmune conditions and neurological conditions mm-hmm. like MS and, and uh, digestive conditions like Crohn's. I'll see a lot of discharge. And it's basically hyperproliferative cells or a lot of cell turnover from the vagina, giving a constant leucorrhea or yellowish discharge. And it's mm-hmm. not slippery. It's moist. You can wipe it mm-hmm. easily, but it's not slippery. That's one type of discharge that's quite common, and you need to distinguish that. The other mm-hmm. one in terms mm-hmm. of maintaining a pregnancy, which is very important to monitor, is do you have like a drip, 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 wet without lubrication discharge? If you do, get checked out for group, groupie strep or E. coli or mm-hmm. other microbes mm-hmm. because that can bring on premature contractions. And that's why I love mm-hmm. charting as well, that it's a wonderful assessment tool for your health. So we, we, we taught this in the course that we do online. And so, you know, because we have a portion on obstetrics and um, mm-hmm. helping maintain a pregnancy. And then we have another section mm-hmm. on the pharmaceutical strategies to restore health and maintain a healthy pregnancy and prevent recurrent pregnancy loss. So charting mm-hmm. is the roadmap to timing your blood tests, timing your ultrasounds, timing your medication, timing your acupuncture and timing your botanical medicine and your nutritional medicine. So it is because everyone talks about seed cycling and they always say day Mm -hmm. one to 14, do this and day 15 to 28, do Mm -hmm. this. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's wrong. You want to do pre-peak, you know, omega Mm -hmm. three seeds and then post peak omega six seeds Mm. and you can really refine it so anything you're bringing putting into your body will support estrogen pre-peak and support progesterone post-peak oh my goodness it's so empowering (laughs) like i it's when you think about you know again we practice individual medicine and we talk you know but we do even find ourselves in these traps of kind of models of of uh, diagnostics or models of tracking. And this creates so much individuality and empowerment, which I think, you know, many, you know, fertility or, or just hormone and body awareness is so important uh, for, for women. I think that's my big planetary mission mm. is this feeling of empowerment, especially in the fertility space. As I said before, I see a lot of fertility trauma. You know, 50% of women going through fertility treatments qualify for PTSD diagnosis. And this is the one thing that they can own. This is the one thing that can tell them what's going on with their own bodies and they can own that. Mm. And that that is can, can save them through that process, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so when you're looking at other aspects, you know, of trying to support women to understand their bodies and their cycles, labs come in, right? Diagnostics. And I find that, again, conventional medicine doesn't do an awesome job at this. Can, can you know, when you guys explain really how a woman can be looking at her labs um, or even asking her medical doctor to look at her labs in a different way? Sure. So I think the beauty of naturopathic doctors is that we're going to really refine what is basic physiology, and what is good physiology. So <laughs> if, you, if you look at blood test results, they're going to give a huge range of what a, a 
estrogen test result could be or what a progesterone test result could be. It is enormous. I mean, it's, we're talking mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of difference because, um, yes, in, in, a, in a regular cycle, you can have a range. But when you start charting, we're going to be very specific. You know, on seven days after ovulation, you're going to get mid-luteal blood tests, which is peak plus seven. This mm-hmm. is the tight range for optimal health you're going to mm-hmm. see. And we're going to teach our clients that. That for progesterone, you want to range between, you know, 40 and 60, let's say. Mm. And then for estrogen, you want a tight range as well. And this is going to mean that you've had a healthy cycle, you ovulated, and then that, uh, that shell of the, of the follicle has turned into a corpus luteum, and you're going to have enough hormones post-peak to support a pregnancy. Mm. And we're going to explain what is healthy physiology and optimal physiology, not just regular physiology. Mm-hmm. So... A lot of the times we're going to get patients saying, my doctor said everything is normal. Well, it's, it's physiology, but it's not optimal. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, and then with right. cycle charting, we're going to time the test properly mm-hmm. because we're going to really identify ovulation. So we're going to identify a true mid-luteal day for the client. And then for follicular ultrasound series, we don't just say go in on cycle day nine. We're going to say, no, no, go in on your white flow days because mm-hmm. that's your estrogen day. And that means your follicles growing day. And keep going until the follicle has grown, then it ruptured, and then it shrank by 40%. And that means to be, you have to go in maybe several days in a row, but you're going to see a true ovulation, a true rupture, and a true corpus luteum production happening. And then you'll know in terms of the reports, they're going to be very precise. And that's how, we're, that's how cycle charting can enhance women's health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and exactly mm-hmm. that. I mean, like you said, it's it's not a, it's not just a sh- shot in the dark here with the timing of when to do these these you know so important labs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing about cycle charting that I love that Nora really talks about is that you you know we have this idea that if you're trying to get pregnant, the whole focus becomes your days of fertility. Well, with cycle charting, you want the days of infertility. You want the sensation of that dryness on wiping in order so that you can really then know those days of infertility and fertility really well. They're demarcated um, quite easily for you. And so then it places equal value Mm -hmm. on both. So then in terms of the couple then, you know, we're talking about having spice mm. every day because there's no, um, you know, there's full confidence in when, um, you know, intercourse can happen, you know, for the sake of conception or when it can be just for connection. Mm-hmm. And so every day of the cycle, there's an opportunity for spice then, yeah. right? Because there's more of an intellectual, spiritual connection that can happen as opposed to just like, let's make a baby, which can be very demoralizing for mm-hmm. a couple, right? No, and I, I think that's such an important piece to, to touch on because, you know, the the spiritual and emotional connection, you know, the, the non sort of the, the things we don't know about fertility and recognizing, you know, those the the ability to connect and not make it all about okay, well, we have to, it's timed, right? Everything is timed. Everything is methodical. And, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you know, you're wanting to connect and love to procreate. And, you know, I hear that mm-hmm. so often in couples. And and so that's a wonderful, you know, deeper, even next level with regards to understanding where you are. And, and the other thing you guys spend mm-hmm. a lot of time on as well is even looking at how, 
you know, cycle charting can also be supportive as an alternative to using the birth control. And I'd love to hear more about that. I get that question all the time. Like, oh, good. You know, don't want to have a baby, <laughs> sort of the opposite of the conversation, but yet I don't want to be on yeah. any sort of pill or any sort of um, contraception. So how does yeah. that work? Well, it's, I'll talk about the breastfeeding scenario because a lot mm-hmm. of, what's very common is that new mothers will be asked by their doctors, do you want to go on the pill now to space out your next pregnancy? And if, you know, if some women have had a C-section and they want to do a vaginal birth after C-section, some midwives will ask them to wait for two years before their next pregnancy. So there's a lot of motivation, I think, out there to space out pregnancies naturally. So again, with cycle charting, what you're doing is you're doing those wiping observations. And if you have a dry day, that means your vagina is naturally acidic because we have inherent hydrogen peroxide in our bodies and that will um, not keep sperm alive. It'll kill sperm in minutes. So the sperm won't have a chance to travel inside. Mm. Um, Conversely, if a woman has white flow, that sperm can stay alive in her body for up to five to six, seven days Mm. because seminal fluid and cervical fluid are alkaline. They're rich in sugars and rich in minerals like potassium and zinc, and that keeps sperm alive. So by doing these wiping observations while breastfeeding, those dry days are days of infertility. And a couple can have sexual intercourse on those days at the end of the day only, and they'll not get pregnant. And, um, and then mm-hmm. what's beginning to happen is that the baby sleeps longer, and then the, the mother's prolactin will decrease ever so slightly, and then her hormones will start to cycle again, and she'll start mm-hmm. getting a one-day white flow. So you don't have mm-hmm. intercourse on that day. And then maybe a week goes by and she'll have maybe two days of white flow. Don't have sex on those days. And you can do this for months and months and months until the, the period returns by following the, the instructions of um, mm-hmm. only sex at the end of the day. And then once you've had your period, once ovulation has returned, after ovulation, you can have sex any time of the day, at, at like peak plus four onwards, and you won't get pregnant. So they're, you're learning body literacy mm-hmm. and you're learning how to mm-hmm. naturally space out pregnancies. And men love learning about this because we, we say that the woman can, you know, record, record, like just say, these are my observations and the man can record it on the chart and write it mm-hmm. down. And then they, they work together at managing their shared fertility. Mm-hmm. That's so yep. great. Yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah, I just had a cu- I just had a couple where the mom is a, you know, really stressed with her job and with everything going on, of course, and she she wants to chart and she's seeing some beautiful changes in her cycle. And when I gave her the idea that, um, thanks to Nora, that uh, her, her husband could take part and and help her record on the chart, she was like, "Done. <laughs> this is an, it's a fantastic idea." And then it becomes yes. a shared experience, which is part of the yes, whole deal, no. right? And and for you yeah. know, I think it's such an again, all of this is is really that. That empowerment and informative from a from a naturopathic point of view when when people come in with this kind of information it's such an important tool because over and above mm-hmm. as you mentioned the labs and making sure those are happening at the right times and the and the and the different you know imaging it really helps you to understand where to intervene if let's say the charting isn't um you know showing that as you're mentioning the white flow or the patient isn't reporting that they're not seeing or or um you know notice noting the slippery uh, discharge like i think it's just it's such a teamwork then right because i think um you know back yep. to that empowerment but also as a practitioner it's like you know how to support that couple based on their information on a day-to-day basis 
Mm-hmm. And not relying on an app because an right. app, of course, is only gathering data from last month's cycle and things can change month to month. And you're either going to miss those days or you're going to get it wrong or, you know, it's not it's not giving you in the moment information that your body is telling you every day that you have access to every day. The other thing I think, you know, for Nora and I, that is a big sort of, you know, we dare to dream is that can we find for our teen girls um, an education that involves cycle charting mm-hmm. and body awareness in this way, because, you know, as we know, you know, if a, if a young woman has menstrual pain or acne, oftentimes the number one treatment plan that's offered conventionally is the oral mm-hmm. contraceptive pill. When and, and what the information that maybe parents don't have is that, you know, this early introduction of exogenous xenoestrogens, these are, these are not natural hormones or not human identical hormones. These are receptor analogs. They just plug in and block the receptor site and, and have all kinds of effects. But one of the things that it does the most is it really... Um, um, short changes a, a young woman in being able to build healthy mm-hmm. bone density. And and this is a big problem that you're not going to see until she's in her 40s and 50s and then, you know, potentially has a higher mm-hmm. risk of a hip mm-hmm. fracture at that age. And that's not something that you can recover mm-hmm. from diet. You know, there's a certain time window hormonally when a woman is between the age of, say, 16 and 20 when that is the perfect time for her body to naturally mm-hmm. build up that good, healthy bone mm-hmm. density, right? So we're talking this, you know, this isn't a, you know, again, a planetary dream is that this offers an eco-friendly, safe, healthy, natural mm-hmm. to, to, you know, learn about their bodies. Yeah. And, and as I said, I mean, the layers in that, when you think about how disconnected, you know, women are from their, from their cycles and the recognition mm-hmm. that it's, uh, you know, it's such an important part of how we, you know, really lean into our health at a young age and feeling empowered, you know, really with all aspects of the hormones and the hormone cycle. So I love your vision. Like I feel like it's, <laughs> I, I feel it. Lofty I goals, but it. we're, we're, we're I, in it. We're I, in it. We're both know, feet I in. Sign me up because I honestly, I mean, I, you have been singing, you know, my, my, my song from the perspective of, you know, some of the things as, as, you know, the things you see or, you know, couples coming in and going, you know, come coming off the pill and expecting and wanting to get pregnant the very next month and wondering why, and that you realizing, you know, whether it be preconception planning, whether it be, you know, preventing pregnancy, whether it be, you know, trying to reduce symptoms, like you mentioned, acne, or, um, you know, other, you know, other aspects of hormonal imbalances, it's like the cycle charting is where it's at, because it Mm -hmm. does allow you to get so intimately in tune with your own body. Yeah, you got amazing, it. Amazing, amazing, amazing. <laughs> so, okay, so let me let this. Um, so tell me a little bit about how people can connect with you guys um, and, and, you know, certainly your vision, how they could reach with you for clinical care, um, you know, what you're offering to the world right now, how this is going to, this is moving from dream to reality. It's like, no, it's, <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's happening. So let's share, share with everyone how that's, how that's, how that is. Well, I'm going to start plugging Dr. Jessica Lou right now. Okay. She has a very busy <laughs> clinic. You, you guys in are Mississippi. amazing. I love the call. Oh, I Nora, I love you, you so much. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, oh, she'll join tr- the team. <laughs> she'll draw. She'll, yes. She'll try and squeeze you in. You know, and I'm sure she'll yeah. make time no. for you. I know. I just, <laughs> but anyway, so 
Jessica Liu has a clinic in the poor credit area of Mississauga called Lakeside Natural Health. Mm-hmm. And so her what her website is, Dr. Liu? What's the website? Yeah, lakesidenaturalhealthcenter.com. Center spelled the good old Canadian way with an R-E. And I think our Instagram is at Lakeside Health Center. Or Lakeside Natural Health. Sorry, I should know this by now. <laughs> um, or, or they can connect with me at the Fertility ND. Um, and I would love to plug Nora, of course. Nora's has <laughs> been she probably the most um, brilliant fertility hormone savant that I've ever met. She just like rhymes off studies like a drop of a hat. Yes, um, I'm, I'm backing that. She, she's just she's just amazing and she's such a wealth of knowledge given her fertility care practitioner and Creighton model training over the last 20 years um so yeah so she is a wonderful resource and together uh we co-founded uh fertility continuing education so if they're and this is not for the public yet this is for practitioners because we we want to reach the people who can reach a wide audience and help as many people as we can um so it's an accredited course for naturopathic doctors and we've had nurse practitioners take our course. It's now an online recorded webinar, and that's at the um, fertilityce.com. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then, see, and then yeah. the good the good news is is that we're people are getting to hear about us, and so we've been approached by several conference producers. So stay tuned. Um, we'll be putting this on the website when we get confirmed dates. But we've been invited to speak about getting off the pill. Um, in a few locations and then we're going to we're in the process of producing more webinars probably coming out in December but right Mm -hmm. now we have the six hour one that is uh, accredited for until for the next year and a half because we got accredited with the Ontario government and the Oregon government and the Vermont government and the British Columbia government so it's been accredited for well over a year and um and we've been approached by an American organization to get accredited for medical doctors. So we really want to focus on healthcare practitioners, and we're very, very excited. And like Dr. Liu was saying, that we, we also had pharmacists on our, in our audience, midwives, um, nurse practitioners, physician assistants, traditional Chinese medicine doctors. So we're really, really branching out. We want the broadest audience possible to learn about body literacy, fertility literacy, and using the cycle chart as a roadmap to assessment, diagnosis, treatment, and prognosis. And it, we're very excited. And I couldn't have done it without Dr. <laughs> Liu. I'll just, just, to give, Likewise. just to give the audience a perspective. The last time I did the course was in 2017. I think I sold maybe 22 tickets. Well, this last conference, we had over 220 people join us um, live and we're still selling tickets. So 10 times the power in uh, starting this company, Fertility Continuing Education. I'm just, we're just so excited. I'm just oh my God, build, you guys. Building on spreading the knowledge and sharing yeah. and, and building a community. We want, we want to build a community of practitioners that um, feel confident and, and can help more people. Oh my God. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. You guys like, please. I mean, you know, you know, when you're like, you're like touched with, great and you're touched with with truth and and this is it like i feel blessed so clear like everything in my thank you feels 
the purpose in this. So yes, <laughs> dream big, bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm so excited for you guys. And I couldn't be happier oh, that it's being thank you, so Christy. well received. You guys are amazing. And appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, the experts in the house and I really appreciate you guys taking the time. So um, I, uh, and we love you oh, likewise. And it was, You're it was amazing it, thing. It was a sheer delight speaking with you today. It really was. Oh yeah. So while well, you, we have a wonderful, uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, day and, and continue on this journey. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. Okay. Lots of love. All the best. Yeah. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of In Between Visits. I'm just so excited that you're tuning in and, you know, really connecting with these incredible experts that I have on the show these days. You know, everyone who has sharing their wisdom around lifestyle medicine and supporting you on your health journey. Guess what? I have a new partner. Cardish Health Food Center is sponsoring In Between Visits. Cardish is a locally owned and operated health food store in Ottawa. They've got seven locations and their staff is just super dedicated and committed to helping you find the right products that you're looking for. It, whether it's supplements or groceries or beauty products, they've got it. And if you're looking for more information about you know, what Cardish store is in your neighborhood, you can visit www.cardish.com. Keep listening because Cardish is going to be offering up some pretty awesome giveaways and uh, information. We're going to be partnering up for some webinars and really our intent is to you know continue to help you on your journey towards ultimate happiness and health thanks so much guys